Welcome to Reframe Your Life. I'm Joanne Gibson. And I'm Sandy Reynolds. Together, we bring you our podcast for women who want to live and lead their lives thoughtfully and with intention. On our episodes, we explore diverse topics relevant to all areas of our lives. Hi, Life Reframers. Great to be with you today because today we're talking about self-care and we're going to delve in to why self-care is important for the mind, the body and the soul. And what we hope to do is help you have a mindset shift from self-care being a luxury to self-care being a necessity. And I don't know about you, Sandy, but it took me a while to start thinking that way. Oh, I'm the same. In fact, I'm really excited we're doing this because I think this is a big reframe for a lot of us to see self-care not as just something nice for ourselves, but something that's actually really essential and important. I think it's um, something I have to remind myself of all the time. Neglecting ourselves or neglecting to take care of ourselves, however that looks, and we're going to offer some different ideas and suggestions today, really impacts. It impacts how we show up. It impacts how we manage and process stress. It impacts our physical health as well which then impacts our emotional health so starting to reframe and I had one big reframe probably gosh it was probably 15 years ago around massages for my body and I've taught fitness classes for a long time and it was when I was living in England I never used to get massages because I always felt guilty spending the money on a massage. And it wasn't until I did some work to go, you know what, you're teaching fitness classes, you're really working your body hard and a massage is part of that self-care piece of recovery and relaxation. So ever since then, I now pretty much have a massage every two weeks. (laughs) Oh, good for you. In fact, I'm sitting here with like a shoulder pain thinking how desperately I need to get one. I'm not going to say the word because I say it very differently than you and it might confuse people. (laughs) So you need a massage. (laughs) Yes, I do. And I, I think I need to book one very soon. And I'm impressed you do one every two weeks. And I'm sitting here now thinking, what do I do on a regular basis? Like for self care, that's, you know, I do lots of things, which we'll talk about in the course of a day or it was kind of built into my life. Yeah. And I like, I like a deep tissue massage, a sports therapy massage. And, but that's fine. That's what I need. And, um, I have, yeah, managed to reframe that as part of my self-care. We're going to invite you to think about some things that you maybe put off or you feel guilty about or bad about and invite you to think about why you want it or why you feel you need it. And if there's justifiable reasons, invite you to reframe it to something that's needed. Because this day and age, we're all we're all busy, we're all running around, right, Sandy? Yeah, for sure. In fact, I heard that one of the most used words in the past year was the word hustle. Everybody's got a hustle. They have a side hustle. They have their main hustle. They've got their this hustle and their that hustle. And I think it's a reflection of how we value being busy. You know, that word hustle sounds very busy to me. 
that mindset around self-care being a luxury can really backfire on us because if we don't take time to look after ourselves, um, then we can get stressed. So self-care actually reduces the negative effects of stress. And we're just going to touch in a little bit about stress in a moment. But, you know, we all need stress in our lives. Right? We need a little bit of stress because sometimes that can motivate and engage us and keep us on our toes. But too much stress starts to break down the body and the mind. So I know, well, look at look at Ash, for example. He's studying, and, and he is under high levels of stress a lot, and we know it's for a certain amount of time, but still trying to inject in some of that self-care, it's not going to take the stress away, but it's just going to help the body and the mind um, be able to continue to manage some of that stress. Right. And I think, you know, you're, you just mentioned how Ashley is just doing this for a limited time. I think one of the things that happens, and I don't know if this is something that you're doing, so I'm not speaking about your situation, but mm-hmm. I've done this in the past. And I know a lot of women that I've talked to do the same thing is we look at things and we think, oh, I just really need to push it right now. This is sort of an unusual season or time in my life. I'm like taking a course or I'm doing this or I'm doing that. And so they put self-care on hold. And then that that event ends, whatever it was, but something else starts right up mm-hmm. next. And so they just go from thing to thing to thing and the stress never really relents in our lives. And so we just have to be careful that we don't think about it as, oh, I can neglect myself for the next two months and just really push it because it's a busy time at work. It's not going to end at the end of two months. Who knows what's going to be coming up for you? So you need to take care of yourself even during stressful times, not at the end of them or at the perceived end of them. Yeah, that's right. I mean, stress is a reaction to the situation and the situation may always be there, but taking 10 minutes to do some deep breathing, for example, can help just a mindset shift that may help you continue to be able to live within that stress for the next two hours or whatever it is, you know. So I think it is important to understand what do you need to do today in order to manage the stress. Implement some self-care strategies is important because otherwise it goes to burnout. So self-care also prevents burnout. Right. I don't know if you've ever been through a burnout. Um, Brian went through something called adrenal fatigue at one point Mm -hmm. where he had just pushed himself so hard for so long that his body started to shut down. Like he just, he was really like very, very depleted and, and not very, uh, for a long time, very low in energy. Yeah. Interesting. So self care Mm -hmm. is needed to prevent burnout. Mm-hmm. Now, self, Sandy, you do a lot of self-care that helps you focus and refocus. Right. So, you know, just before we got on this call, I actually, I use a lot of essential oils and uh, I have one called Quick Study and it's a, a blend for mental alertness. And just before we got on the call, I put some on the palms of my hand and I rubbed them together and I just slowed down and I just inhaled 
and did some deep breathing just to kind of relax and get myself in a good place for for recording the podcast. So I I do like doing things like that. I use a lot of essential oils in my day and like to take a moment to just do some deep breathing as I go through the day. And it does yeah. help you focus. And this really helped me focus on the call. It's like a little ritual and uh, it's very citrusy smells. So, you know, when you peel an orange, how good that smells. Like I actually think I like the smell of oranges being peeled more than I like oranges especially in the winter. I just love when someone's <laughs> peeling an orange. But it's that kind of fresh smell. And it does help you focus. I think there's certain fragrances that can help with that. So um, yeah, self care can really help give you a pause so that you can focus on where you are and what you're doing. Self care is not a reward. It's part of the process sometimes we get so used to rewarding ourselves. You know, if I do this, then I can get this. But actually self-care is a necessity. It prevents overload burnout. It helps reduce the negative effects of stress and it helps you refocus. Exactly. So from that perspective, we want to offer you some ideas on how you can bring more self-care into your life or the mind, the body, and the soul. So, Sandy, I've said a massage is, is one of my uh, self-care rituals, I guess, every two weeks. If someone said, okay, what's the biggest thing that you do for self-care that you cannot do without? I spend a lot of time in reflection. So I mm. journal quite often. I wouldn't say I do every day, but I would say that I carve out time every day to read something that is really nurturing and not, you know, fiction or whatever, but something that's not for work related, but something more inspirational, like maybe poetry, maybe something that makes me think more deeply about life. And I journal. So I love to just sit down and especially if there's something on my mind to sit down and process it with pen on paper. Well, and the other thing I see that you do is you walk every day or most days. And that's yes. part of your self-care ritual, I think. It is. It's a big part of it. I feel yeah. like it's it's so built into my life now that when I can't do it for whatever reason, it just, the day just isn't, doesn't unfold the same way for me. <laughs> it's like skipping yeah. coffee or something for people who drink coffee. It's just like my day just doesn't know how to start without walking. That's right. So self-care and, and exercise, my daily exercise is part of my self-care ritual as well. So, and, you know, did I sit down and go, okay, what do I want to do for self-care? Not necessarily. As time has gone by, I find I function better with it. Mm -hmm. And so we want to start with some ideas for self-care for the mind. So Sandy's mentioned journaling. Something I know both Sandy and I love to do. And I have to say, it does make me feel good. So that's to me is part of the self care is I love crossing things on my, off my list that have been there for a while. <laughs> you know, something I've maybe put off. And what happens when I put it off is the guilt comes in, the shame, you know? Yes. So sometimes I go, right, enough is enough. I'm going to get this sucker off my list. And 
it feels good. And what it does is just release the guilt. And that's where self, that's why I can put it in the self care category. It releases the guilt in my mind and I can just kind of move on with my life. So crossing things off your list could be a self care strategy. I think one that's similar to that for me, I remember creating this list of tolerations a long time ago with a coach and it was just looking around my life at all the things that I was tolerating that were, they kind of drain your energy. Like you said, like those things on your list that you never do. It's the same idea because every time you look at it, you feel bad that you haven't got to it yet. So maybe it's sewing a button on something or fixing you know, your screen, if it's, there's a terror, your screen's not right in your window, or just those little things that you Mm -hmm. just ignore all the time. And just creating a list and starting to deal with those things is a great way to take care of your, of yourself because you're, and your mind, because you're not always drawn to them every time you see them in a negative way. Mm -hmm. I think applying positive self-talk and Positive affirmations is another way for self-care. We can often speak negatively to ourselves. And I don't know if you told me this ages ago, Sandy, or I read it. It was probably Brene Brown. When you're talking to yourself, always have in the back of the mind, am I talking to myself like I would talk to a friend? Mm. Because we can be very hard on ourselves, but we're not necessarily – we wouldn't say things like that to our friend or just mindfully keeping in check how you talk to yourself and make sure you frame it in a positive way. I like that one. Uh, I think another one is getting outside your comfort zone and being intentional about that, really stretching your mind, doing something that is not within your normal routine at all. And I have something planned coming up that's really outside my comfort zone and it's self-care at the same time. Mm. I'm doing a wilderness training. So it's it's once a month for a weekend. I'm going up northern Ontario on a wilderness retreat and we'll be learning how to make fire, how to build shelters, how to track animals and forage for food. And it's way outside my comfort zone. But it also, for me, falls in, into the self-care because it's something I'm doing really just for myself that I've always wanted to do. And that's where that growth can come in too, right? And you can learn new experiences as well, which is also part of the self-care bit. I love yeah. that. Something else you do, Sandy, is you do a moon ritual as well as a walk a labyrinth, which could be more for the body, but it's the body and mind, right? Yeah, I think it's both. You're right. And I'm very intentional about that. In fact, I write, I just wrote in my planner the, the next like three or four full moon days. So I know when they're coming so I can make sure I don't book anything on those evenings so I can go out and spend some time under the full moon. Yeah, and so so what you do, because why it's under the mind, self-care ideas, tips, is is because it's where you just think about the last month and reflect on that and then decide what you're going to let go and then what you want to take forward into the next month. So, yeah, I think that's awesome. Yeah. One that I'm pretty good at is um, be selfish. <laughs> do one thing a day that makes you happy. Or one thing a week that makes you happy. 
So can you give an example of something that you would do on a daily basis that makes you happy? Like, Oh, on a daily basis. Or weekly, weekly or whatever. Yeah. On a daily basis, it would be the exercise. Okay. A weekly basis. I am, I'm selfish with my time. So I do protect that. So I do sit down and kind of work out my week. And then, and then if I get asked for meetings or social things, that's where my kind of be selfish will come in a little bit. So I think that's one strategy I do with, with my time for sure. I think what I'm hearing under the, in that being selfish is being able to say no is a way of self care. Oh, yeah. You know, saying no to things that people want you to do that are going to deplete you in some way. Yes, absolutely. And that's if, if that's if people have trouble with it and they need to integrate that into their lives as part of their self care, you know? Yeah. Well, it's a good um, way to reframe saying no for people. Yeah. To be able to, instead of feeling guilty that you're not doing something that somebody wants you to do, see it as you're doing something that you need to do, which is taking care of yourself. Yeah. And so I love this next one. Unplug. Unplug for an hour or. 10 or 15 minutes or whatever you need to do just to unplug from technology and edit your social media feeds to take out the negative people. Have you done that, Sandy? To take out what? Sorry. Negative people? Negative people, yes, I did. Yeah. I, I've taken out, you know, those people that write, for me, the negative things is the people that write a lot of political stuff and I just don't want to read about it. I know there's yeah. a lot of differing opinions on what whatever side of the border whatever country you're in you you know there's political i don't know strife and uh, i don't want to go on facebook or wherever and read all about it not why i'm yeah there. yeah yeah so there's some boundaries that you can implement with your own social media habits as well which are all self-care ideas for the mind mm -hmm. Yes. Good. So how about the body? We've talked a little bit about exercise and I think it, it's one of the great things about exercise. I think it covers every area of mind and body, mm. but what are some other things that we can do to take care of our body? Treated myself to this. I watch, I've said it that four times a day would tell me to stop and do focused breathing with deep breaths for a minute, four times a day. And I love it. <laughs> you know? I know. I would love it too if only I had the watch. <laughs> well, go to a fundraiser and hopefully they'll have a <laughs> I watch on as a silent auction item. It's, um, you know, deep breaths and I'm, I've, I've done a few yoga courses and I've always been, oh, yeah, whatever, but the oxygen really does and again it fits into the body and mind piece oxygenating your body breathing right into your abdomen letting your stomach and chest puff out and then exhale especially if you are in a tense situation in terms of emailing or reading or something like that and you just need to just get a bit of space so deep breathing guys is really important and not shallow chest breathing like deep breathing right into the stomach yeah, that's good. You know, one that I'm working on always, I, I feel like it, my uh, 
it's a, my life is a quest for a good night's sleep is is sleep and I'm I'm looking at choices that I make that help me to sleep sleep well and get a good night's rest so one change that I've been making in the past year and experimenting a little bit with and have noticed a huge difference is and I'm sorry to the people listening that I'm going to say this is drinking less wine in the evening I like to have a glass of wine or two at night, but I realize that I need to really limit that and I don't sleep as well. So for me, self-care has, whereas at one point self-care might have been relaxing with a glass of wine, now it's skipping at the wine. I think, I think this is all about listening to your body and paying attention because our bodies change and what's working for you at one point might not work for you again in the future or at another point in your life and for me my toleration there seems to have changed so it's just something that I've become aware of and I really think sleep is one of the most important things I can do in ways to restore and take care of my health so I'm, I'm making choices to make sure I get a good night's sleep. Oh yeah sleep is so important the other thing that people can do is is get out 15 minutes of sun a day. And especially if we're in a cold climate, we need that vitamin D. So 15 minutes of sunlight, just trying to get out and enjoy the fresh air, enjoy the sun on your skin is is really important. Um, it, it helps uh, give the body what it needs. Now, I always supplement with vitamin D during the winter, and in a Canadian winter, you, you kind of have to. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, but there's still something for like today. I mean, God, what is it? Minus 15 or whatever it is, but it's still sunny. So we could still rug up and, and get out. And, um, there is something to say about being outside. It just kind of like the breathing thing. It just rejuvenates the body, you know? Yes. And you know what? I'm just sitting here looking at a couple of plants I put on my desk this year. And I think that's another thing you can do is to take care of your body is detox your house, get some plants in there to clean the air or some air purifiers or whatever it is, but detoxing your house from chemicals and from things that are negative in your space is a good way to take care of your body. Another idea for the body is, um, you know, make small changes to your diet. And I'm doing that uh, this month. I'm just trying something. You know, I don't particularly have a problem with dairy, but I thought, you know what, I'll just eliminate dairy for three or four weeks and just see what that does to my body. I'm not never going to eat dairy again. Um, so, I'm, yeah, because like you say, you know, we go through different stages of development in terms of our body and how we age and what we can handle and what we can't. So I'm just doing a little experiment. So there's something else you can do. Just experiment a little. Sandy's been experimenting with less wine. Um, you know, maybe add more, I don't know, vegetables into your diet or something or drink more water. I drink a lot of water during the day, so I'm good with that. Actually, something I do want to add is uh, more homemade, like herbal, you know, the turmeric ginger type teas. Mm -hmm. So that's something I want to start as well. That's great. I think the key though, Sandy, is 
small changes. You know, we, we don't want to try and do – this is supposed to be a self-care piece, right? So we don't want to try and add so many on that we feel guilty because we're not doing them. So just choose, you know, a little small change to your diet or change to your exercise routine or change to where you sit and breathe um, and, and make those changes. I like that. It's just about what's the one thing you could do right now that would help your body, that would take care of your body. And yeah. something will come. You know what it is. Ah, Well, our body is important. But we also have some self-care ideas for our soul. And one thing I like to stay, say is smile to strangers um, or just help someone when you're out and about. Help someone. But you know what keeps resonating with me? When we interviewed Tracy and we were talking about helping people that have physical disabilities and she said to always ask. So that really resonated. Like I really think about that now. So actually we were at the market the other day and I saw a guy with his wheel walker and he was walking across the road and he needed to get on the footpath but the snowplow said, you know, that lovely bank of snow. Oh, yes. Leave. Uh, so instead of assuming I needed to help him, as we walked past, I stopped and looked at him and I said, would you like help getting over the snowbank? And he said, no, thank you. I'm okay, but thank you very much for, off, you know, for asking. So, so That's you know, I great, felt good. Joanne. I didn't have yeah. to help him, but I felt good that he knew he wasn't alone and there was someone there to help him. So that's good for the soul, you know. It's good. And that what a good reminder because you didn't take away his feeling of, respect or dignity in the situation you were just very generous and helpful and gave him the option and I that's such a good reminder so easy to just like assume we and and jump in and help people who who don't want our help yeah one of the ways that I like to take care of my soul is by practicing gratitude and I find that's really helpful for me is to just at the end of the day or when I'm starting to feel a little bit flustered or anxious about something in my life is to stop and think about what I'm grateful for in my life and I I just think that's a really helpful tool for me and a good way to to um for some soul care I guess Oh, yeah, it's, it's so important, isn't it? Because we have so much to be grateful for, but often we can be caught up in some of the challenges and drama that we're facing at the moment in our lives. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I like that one too. Another one I love is to pet a pet or stroke a pet, you know, <laughs> like find a puppy dog. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't have one. I don't have animals. Oh, you have a cat, don't you, Sandy? I do. I have a big, old, fat cat who loves to just, like, sit if I'm sitting to come and sit beside me and just uh, – it is. It's apparently really good for your blood pressure to just ah, – yeah. To um, pet an animal and to just sit with an animal. because I don't know if it's the breathing or what it is. It just slows you down, and it's apparently a really good thing to do. So, Yeah. Well, you, you, you hear these stories of um – the dogs that go into places that have experienced trauma, when people are being counseled, they can pat a dog. And um, so I love that. So going for a walk. So whenever I'm walking, if I do see someone with a dog, again, always ask. Um, you know, I say, can I pet your dog? 
And they'll say yes, and I always just put my hand out. I don't walk up to the dog. I just put my hand out, and if it wants to come up to me, then that's an indication to me that it's okay. But um, that can be really important. So I've often thought about signing up to be a volunteer dog walker, the Humane Society. Oh, yeah. Or, yeah, so um, I haven't done it, but I know that people get a lot of um, value and um, positive thinking for the soul when they when they are around pets. So if you don't have one, then find a neighbor who has. <laughs> That's good. Another good one is getting positive feedback or reflecting on positive feedback that you've received in the past, like having a little email folder wherever that you keep those emails that people send you thanking you is a great way when you're feeling down or neglected or like you need a boost to take care of yourself. And it's a great, great tool. And this morning, before we got on the podcast, I finished a book I was reading, and I really liked it. And I did something that I very rarely do is I emailed the author and thanked him. I just said, I really enjoyed this book and appreciated what you had to say. And it was really helpful. And I just thought I'd send you a note and thank you for your your work in writing that book. And hopefully that will, you know, that made me feel really good doing it to sending a note. So I think not just our own positive feedback, but giving positive feedback can be really helpful as well. Yeah, that's awesome. So living in positivity is really important. And so I think the last one we can talk about is focusing on your strengths. And focusing on your strengths is super important because when we focus on our strengths and do things that are within our strengths, we feel happier and we feel more positive about our lives and who we are. So we do have a free download for you to go with this episode and it is a a little worksheet around finding your strengths and, and finding things that you can do that help you still continue to exercise and work within your strengths so go to our website and on our resources page there'll be a a download about finding your strengths and it'll be easier you can find it there and we invite you to to take a little bit of time to think about it because Sandy I think that's one of the most important things we feel good we feel happy we feel positive when we're doing things that we're good at continue to do those things so that you can really feed Feed your soul and uh, focus on self-care. Our website is reframeyourlife.ca. And if you just do reframeyourlife.ca slash resources, you'll find that worksheet there. You know, we have a model that we use all the time. And it's a great way to look at your life from all different angles and practice self-care. And so we want you to spend some time reflecting on your life. And maybe like me, you realize that you need to book in a few special spa treatments and Mm -hmm. take a little more care of yourself intentionally, physically. Or maybe in your reflection, you'll think, I need to do some soul care, some care around taking care of my health or whatever it is. And then do some work around realigning. So how are you going to do that? How are you going to start building in some practices in your life to make sure that you take care of yourself? Because at the end of the day, 
it's your body and your soul, your mind, and the better care you take of it, the better you're going to be at pursuing the things that bring you joy and helping you to really lead your best life. And we also always include relationships. And so grab a friend and have a cup of tea and talk about this episode and what you've learned and how you plan to take care of yourself and encourage them to take care of themselves as well. Yeah, and I think part of the relationships, when we do take care of ourselves, we show up more authentically and more intentionally in our relationships. Mm-hmm. So we can then form and foster and continue, you know, even better relationships. So self-care is really important and it doesn't have to cost a lot of money. It, it can be five minutes a day. It can be one minute a day. It can be something every week, something every month. It can be whatever you choose. The other thing to mention, Sandy, is along with the resource that goes with today's episode, we still have our balance wheel on our website, which can help you determine where maybe you need to focus a little bit more self-care in your life. So that's also on our resources page as well. So we invite you to reframe self-care from a luxury to a necessity, and we would love to hear from you. Let us know on Facebook. Let us know through Instagram. What do you do for self-care? to look after yourself so that you can continue to live and lead the lives you want to live. Hi, Life Reframers. Did you enjoy our episode today? If so, please leave a review on iTunes or Google Play. Also, check us out on all our social media avenues via reframeyourlife.ca.